Welcome to episode 12 of Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. That's episode 12, a dozen. Lucky dozen. Dozen. Lots of things that uh, go in dozens. I was going to say, a dozen. Donuts, cupcakes, 12-pack of beer. Oh, so many bad things. Good thing we talk about health in this podcast. You know, I try to interject, but you're just too fast sometimes. I know. What can I say? So episode 12, I'm going to talk a little bit right now about something that uh, I would like to maybe bring up. And then I I think this will lead into a pretty good discussion because uh, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there, as we know. We've talked about that a lot. So today we're going to chat a bit about labeling and sometimes having to look a little bit beyond just the cover of things. And uh, this this comes up because I saw an article online about somebody who had given up uh, uh, sugar in their diet. And apparently this guy gave up refined sugar and it looks so great. Mm-hmm. But then I started reading the article a little bit more and it said this guy wasn't eating food that didn't have refined sugar as one of the first three ingredients on anything he would eat. Right. So now this is a story about someone, but it's always about going a little bit further Absolutely. than just the package. Absolutely. And those that fancy coloring or those descriptive words or, you know, what exactly the words actually mean. Exactly. And, and that's why we're talking about this, because labeling, right? There's so much more to it than just a color coding system. Mm-hmm. How do you educate your, your clients on how to uh, interpret labeling and all these things that are out there that make things look, you know, shinier and prettier than they actually are. How do you educate them to uh, look beyond just uh, what's on the surface? Yeah. And you know what? You look at the front of a package and you're sold on it. You look at the back of a package and you kind of, your head starts to spin because where do you start even with the nutrition facts panel? And individually, each client is different. So if I have a client with high blood pressure, we need to keep focus on salt or sodium. If I have a client who has high cholesterol, we have to look at fat. Um, to be honest with you, I've been stumped by the marketing fads of labeling as well and, and done a lot more research into really what does light mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it can be 5% fewer calories than the reg- regular brand. It could be lighter in color. It could, it could mean a plethora of things. So, you know, the best thing to do if you're buying pa- prepackaged foods, because that's also where you're going to find the labels, mm-hmm. um, foods like your fresh fruits, your vegetables, your fresh meats, um, and some con- con- uh, confectionery and freshly baked breads and, and bulk food items don't necessarily have to have uh, the food label on them in the grocery stores. But for those ones, when you are looking at, okay, which treat might I want to have or which ice cream am I going to go to? Um First, like I said, it really does depend on the goals of the client, but I'm pretty much steering everyone to the ingredient list these days. And that's where you have to really dig deeper because there's so much info there that people just kind of want to ignore. Mm-hmm. Makes them, you know, you 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 want to take everything for face value, but you really can't. And that's where digging deeper definitely comes in handy. And uh, you kind of touched on those color coding systems because a lot of people, uh, you know, maybe they rely on those more than just for their treats. Absolutely. People are buying prepared food for meals and there's lots of different reasons why people do it. And hey, I do it too. But so do I sometimes. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, it's always best to uh, eat fresh. But going back to that labeling thing and looking all pretty at the front and oh, my goodness, this is not that bad for me. A lot of fast food places are doing that, too, because you see. Uh, a hamburger has 500 calories and you kind of factor in, oh, how many calories do I need to eat for my day? I can actually have that. But we need to dig deeper. Absolutely. And, you know, calorie labeling or people being very 
concerned about how many calories they're getting in a day um, isn't, I don't think it's going away. You know, our steer is hoping to get people towards understanding balance a little bit mm-hmm. more. But calorie labeling, at the end of the day, calories in versus calories out, one side of the spectrum. Uh, but it does go a lot deeper because you see calories on a, on a label and sometimes you can think to yourself, well, I can have that double cheeseburger and a small fries and be within, if you are focusing on that, my caloric range for a meal or for a half day or whatnot. But the question you have to ask yourself is where those calories are coming from and what type of calories they are. Mm-hmm. Um, because things like different types of fats, we all we need them in our in our diet, but is it too much of the bad and not enough of the good? You know, speaking of total calories and, and labels and, and total energy from food, I was at um, a conference earlier this week and we talked about excuse me, sugar and sugar alcohols. And it actually, you know, a lot of people were stopping the sugar frenzy Mm -hmm. and they were having these sugar alcohols or sugar substitutes. And specifically sugar alcohols, when when you take sugar out of a food, even if it's a very small amount and substitute it with this alternative, you then have to add so many other ingredients in order to bring about the desired flavor, texture, baking component, of whatever you're trying to prepare and you end up consuming more calories. So, you know, calorie counts, they're helpful. They're going on more menus. And if, and if it helps you to control or understand a little bit more, I say, try it out, but you're not really getting to the bottom of understanding where those calories are coming from. Is your meal balanced? Um, is it a lean type of meat versus a higher in fat type of meat? And then again, how often? You know, we we constantly say moderation, and I'm not expecting you to every time you do have to pop into the drive through or grab some convenience to get in a frenzy. It's it's life. We need mm-hmm. it from time to time. Um, but you you do have to recognize that just that one number is not going to indicate what the meal's going to bring for you and your health. Definitely. And it uh, goes back to digging deeper. And you touched on something that uh, I think we really do drive home every single podcast, which is moderation, sure. uh, balance. We don't want anyone to cut these delicious foods out completely. It's just uh, digging a little bit deeper because, you know, I just had that thought. I saw something online about uh, fast food joint putting <laughs> their calories on uh, their their menu. And yeah, what about saturated fats and sodium and all that stuff? And when you really start digging deeper, you know, that calorie number doesn't mean much without all the info. So Mm. moderation. Um, Let's talk a bit more about fast food because I know you want to. I know you want to. Yes. Okay, (laughs) fine. (laughs) There's been a fast food chain that uh, will remain uh, unnamed right now, but uh, they've been in the news because they've taken a, a, quote, healthier item off their menu. Mm -hmm. What's your thought on that? So... I'm not going to get rid of the fast food chains out there, Mm -hmm. right? They are popping up and every once in a while you just need something quick. Um, Most people don't venture to fast food restaurants to eat healthy though. Mm -hmm. You know, I appreciate that the options are there, um, but you have to recognize that most oftentimes the consumer is going to make a demand. And for this particular situation, the consumer may have demanded or the company said, you know what, everyone's kind of getting on this health track. Let's keep up with the fad or the trend, you know, and how can we market it to still keep our clientele? So they tried it. And hey, kudos to them for trying it out. Mm -hmm. Um, 
what you have to understand about this particular, uh, you know, salad or wrap that that is out there at a lot of these unhealthy chains um, is that they often come up with a lot more total calories, predominantly from fat or or added sugars. Um, because at the end of the day, these restaurants still have to find a way to make their food fast, mm-hmm. convenient, definitely, and taste good to the consumer. Um, and a lot of people can be fooled by that in the beginning, but don't even get me started on the sodium content of, of most of these foods. But they don't end up being healthier in the long run. And I guess you can say some people catch on to that and maybe that's why they don't have it. And they say, hey, you know what? <laughs> I really didn't come for, I came for a burger, so I'm going to go for it. Um, I just think that there's niche markets for specific fast food restaurants out there. You know what? And I think that there's niche markets for for all things. If it means you have to minimize the amount of chains, uh, restaurants you have in order to keep up with the demand, stick to your niche. Hey, you're you're still going to sell a burger and fries. I'm, you know, I think we're a far cry from from, uh, saving the world in in all dimensions, but um, stick to your niche. Yep, a burger place is a burger place. Taco place is a taco place. Yeah. <laughs> so you see it everywhere, right? And and even the the ones when I was growing up, still recall them as the coffee and donut shop. Now serve Definitely. everything, yep. and now alcohol too at some of them. So it's just it's it's quite entertaining in my opinion but yeah. well everyone wants to serve everyone that's the thing yeah but but again we're just going to keep saying it it's digging a little bit deeper absolutely and yeah these places they have their uh their their business models that they should probably stick to and they yeah, they try and be healthier but healthier isn't always healthier so on no. our side we're just going to say it one more time it's all about moderation you got it and you know what it's summer so the odd burger. That's, oh my god! That's what summer's about. It is. It is. It's about enjoying. It's a, you know. I think we all smelled the first crack of the barbecue a couple of weeks ago, um, and it, it does. It does make you more excited, and you should be enjoying life, and you should be enjoying the food and the food you eat and the company you eat it with. Definitely. Um, you know, there are situations when we over enjoy but you know don't get too hard on yourself the next day or the minute right after is a new minute so uh you know drink your water flush out that extra salt yeah. <laughs> as best as you can enjoy your your beer or wine but make sure you have your your water with you as well um if someone asked me never to have a beer with a burger or a glass of wine with a good plate of pasta i wouldn't be happy with them so i'd say that you know. person be crazy if they wanted to do that and if you're gonna go for ice cream this summer just walk to the ice cream place and there you go and go for hey i'm very big on the kitty cone too yeah, why not you know i see so many so many people say oh i bring my my kids for ice cream and i'm like well do you have it no i couldn't do that why not have a small cone why a not kitty cone small cone they're all there they're cheaper on the wallet too and just to to enjoy it definitely so Whenever people are not really sure what their proper balance is and their moderation is and they want to reach out to a professional like yourself, how do they reach you? Shoot me out an email. Call me. Uh, all my content is on my website, www.andreafalcone.ca, A-N-D-R-E-A-F-A-L-C-O-N-E.ca. Simple as that. Hey, next time we're back, it's the baker's dozen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> an extra donut for us. Chat then.